Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Right, or you couldn't sell them tickets. Like, be real. Let us <laughs> yeah, know. just be real with us. It's good. What's going on? Greetings. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Thanks for returning to another episode of DX Daily, your favorite podcast in the world. This podcast is brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and here is where we keep you updated on the ups and downs, the ins and outs, basically everything that's going down in hip hop music culture. I am one of your lovely hosts, music lover, music appreciator, cultural liaison, Asia Sky. And I'm your other lovely host and hip hop aficionado, A Dub. Yes, it is Friday, big weekend energy. I just feel the vibes. It's feeling yes. good, man. It's a good Friday. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So a couple of things to get to going into this weekend. The fallout from the baby's Rolling Loud performance continues. Now there's a festival in Colorado that decided to cancel the whole thing based on the baby. <laughs> Woo. Now, Ed Chapa has stepped out to defend the baby. And he says, don't call it quits on him just yet. Also, 50 Cent is doing what 50 Cent does. He is trolling and slandering Dipset after the versus battle between them and the locks. Also, there's a new Rick James documentary out and it's going to star hip hop legends like Big Daddy Kane and Ice Cube and Boosie Collins. Also, Royce the Five Nine is over here instigating, fanning the flames on the Tory Lanez and Cassidy Beef. Let's get down to it, man. It's a freaky Friday again. <laughs> All right, so let's start with the topic of the last two weeks now. Yeah. The baby and his rolling loud remarks. You know what they are by now. We've gone over this. Festivals have been dropping him left and right, and one of these festivals has now canceled the entire festival. Yep, it was um, going down in Denver, Colorado. I guess it was for a radio station, KS 107.5 Summer Jam. And the baby was the main headliner. And mm-hmm. you also had Sweetie, Jack Harlow, and a couple other people. But they put out a statement and said, in light of various factors, including the baby's recent comments, along with our concert partners, we have chosen to cancel this year's Summer Jam. Mm. We, look, <laughs> we look forward to working on Summer Jam lineups for years to come with our love of music and each other. Nah, man. Y'all was already <laughs> trying to cancel. Don't blame that on the baby. Right. <laughs> Y'all was already canceling. Because no, it's not like you had nobodies underneath him. Like, these are valuable people that people will still show up for. Mm-hmm. Like, people are coming out to see Jack Harlow. They're coming out to see Saweetie. Yeah. It's not just the baby. Like, maybe they couldn't find a similar headliner or something else. But you can still have a festival with Jack Harlow and Saweetie. Yeah, easily. Like you would have had like a, a pretty good turnout with those two and the other ones that were on the on the bill, but Yeah. I don't know. They said various other factors though too. So 
we need y'all need to expound on those various other factors because you can't just say oh the baby said some some things he shouldn't have said let's cancel the entire festival like that just doesn't make sense right let us know what it really was really give us the tea if you're gonna make a statement don't try to pawn it off on him yeah like if your salespeople wasn't doing it right or you couldn't sell them tickets like be real let us <laughs> yeah know. just be real with us man don't try to put that on him yeah <laughs> y'all man's messed up so we canceled the whole festival <laughs> sheesh now, speaking of the baby, NLE Choppa did come out and not defend the baby's remarks, but basically say it's not over for him yet. Like a lot of people are like, yeah, the baby ruined his career. It's over for him. Basically counting him out. And NLE Choppa is like, listen, don't do that. There's still chance for this guy. Yeah, he took the Twitter and all he said was the baby going to come out bigger than ever while y'all trying to downplay the man. And then one of the, one of the fans, I think her Twitter name was like Bonquisha or something. She said, <laughs> "See Nelly Chapa, STFU. That ish he said was still disrespectful and mf and insensitive." And then he goes, "I ain't say it was, but not everybody acting like we ain't human. If y'all think bro said what he said with the intent to hurt somebody, y'all delusional. It's comedians saying worse ish than what bro said." Yeah, I don't think he phrased that in the best way, but I kind of agree. Like. I get it. I get it. He said what he said was messed up. But the extent that it's being taken to is just, I don't know. It's a little mind boggling to me. Like, I get you said what you said and you got to be accountable for it. I am not absolving him of any responsibility. But like just the extent that people are taking it to it, just making me side eye people a little bit. Like not the people in those communities, but people outside of those communities, these festival owners and these different brands and things. I'm like, okay. Y'all, y'all doing a lot behind this, but y'all let a lot of other stuff slide from a lot of different people. So, mm-hmm. like I said, let's just be fair across the board. But um, but basically, NLE Chapa is like, he's going to come back from this. Do we think he's going to come back from this? I think so. Like, give it... I think the baby just needs, like, another good hit that was as big as Suge or Rockstar or something like that. And it would be good. I think it just needs, like... Cause the songs he's put out... It's kind of giving like, you know, okay, the baby, like, where's the next hit? Where's the single, single, for real, for real? Mm-hmm. I think, so I think if he comes out with a big, a good music video, a good probably feature, a good song, it'll go back to like, oh, I, I love the baby. The baby, my favorite artist. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, no, I think he, he should probably do a little bit more damage control within these communities. I think if he, he does that. I think it'll really turn the leaf for him or turn the page on what people are thinking about him as far as people uh, with HIV and AIDS, people in the LGBT community. Like, I feel like if he really gets down and does some work with those communities, then mm-hmm. it might put the, put him on the road to the comeback or the redemption. Like, so I think yeah. if he does that, then I definitely think he has a chance because y'all sat up there and let Tory Lane slide and the baby brought him out, which I ain't like that either. But <laughs> he bought him out at Rolling Loud and y'all ain't say nothing about Tory Lane's. And this guy allegedly shot a woman. So the stuff that y'all will let slide, I won't be surprised if the baby is able to come back and get to where he was again. Yeah, exactly. And then I saw a site where some LGBTQ communities and organizations have written like these open letters to the baby to be like, you know, Mm -hmm. we will teach you, we will help you learn better if you really want to and things like that. So Mm -hmm. not everybody is on like a cancel the baby train. Right. Because some of these other artists, I think Miley Cyrus put out like a a statement about Mm -hmm. like, do you want to like come together and do stuff? So some people are still trying to help the baby, which is good. Right. Which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. At least a helping hand, but some of these festivals and other like brands and companies, Boohoo and stuff like that, that just yeah. like, uh, uh-uh, we don't want anything to do with the baby to protect their 
brand, mm-hmm. that's kind of like whack because like if you really wanted to rock with the baby, you would help or you know see it through. But yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. I think if he just, like I said, you said all these people are issuing statements and open letters and all that. He should post up the open letters, post up what they wrote to them. Like, all right, I see what y'all saying. I hear y'all. I'm telling you, man, just put me on the PR team. I have you back in in 14 business days, bro. Come on. (laughs) Well, let's get on to uh, some more debauchery. (laughs) 50 Cent is on Instagram doing what 50 Cent does. Trolling, making us laugh, slandering people, you know, usual run-of-the-mill 50 cent behavior. Mm-hmm. His latest one is Dipset. So we know how the versus battle went between Dipset and the locks. And of course, 50 had to chime in and put his two cents. So what did he say? So 50 cent took his Instagram and he posted the picture where it was like a Jada Kiss photoshopped over Killer Cam's pink get up with the pink hat, pink cell phone, pink jacket. We've all seen that Cameron picture before. So he reposted that and said, at Jadakiss, the lock smoked Cameron and Dipset last night. LOL took his pinkish. <laughs> 50 is just, he's so inflammatory. <laughs> so he also put another post up and it was basically like a fake newspaper article, right? Mm-hmm. And it was basically like, Jada Kiss and the locks were wanted for murdering Dipset, and the loaded weapon that was found was a microphone found inside of Madison Square Garden. But what really took me out was it looked like a real news article. Like the headline yeah. said something like Jada Kiss arrested for murder. And I was like, yo, nah, not right after the versus <laughs> battle. They done locked up Jada Kiss. He killed somebody. Like, what happened? And then you read the article, and it's just basically saying like they did a homicide on Dipset said and Cameron and I'm like yo y'all are stupid and y'all play too much the internet is always undefeated always just just y'all never stop it never stops it's 24 <laughs> hours a day seven days a week <laughs> all day long but yeah so 50 posted this article and you know 50 and Cameron have had beef in the past I mean dating back to 2007 so apparently they had a disagreement way back then and then were trading shots ever since right yeah they had like uh, the diss tracks uh Curtis and funeral music where they were both kind of taking shots at each other and um but it was saying that Cam said he had no issue with 50 in 2011 and that the beef was officially squashed in 2016 and there's a picture of like 50 Cent and Cameron like joking and laughing but mm-hmm. and so people are thinking like from what 50 Cent posted was he trying to reignite this feud or reignite this beef <laughs> but I feel like what we saw on the versus stage where uh, Jada Kiss and all of them were going back and forth and like if you didn't know them or didn't know New York or whatever you would think like oh something about to happen like they serious right. but I feel like that's just what they do like 50 Cent of course is from New York so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah just going on each other yeah th- what he did, what he said wasn't serious enough to be like oh he's trying to beef with me again like yeah. no everybody was saying Dipset lost the versus battle <laughs> well mostly everybody was saying that mm-hmm. and there was memes going across the entire social media for the day of the verses, the next day, day after that. Like, so I don't think what 50 said was really disrespectful or coming at Cam personally. Like, it was just a commentary on the verses battle and a very common commentary at that. Like, this is the widespread opinion is that the locks killed Dipset in the battle. Like, that's just how it was. <laughs> and it you is. know 50 Cent is going to be ignorant about any topic that comes up. He's going to put his two cents in. He's going to troll. So... I don't see it as like, oh, he's trying to reignite the beef. He's trying to get something started. Like, no, he's just laughing about the versus battle like the rest of us. Exactly. 
All right, now let's talk about some more online shenanigans. Royce the Five Nine is out here instigating. He's trying to fan the flames on the Tory Lanes and Cassidy beef that's brewing up right now. So we know Tory Lanes went on Fuckmaster Flex. He freestyled over the Cassidy beat. He used a, a, more than a couple of Cassidy bars during his freestyle. <laughs> of course, Cassidy took offense to it. He said something back to Tory. Tory commented on it on Instagram saying, this is why we don't respect y'all old dudes. Y'all act like this. And then <laughs> Cassidy put out a diss track, which the general consensus was that it was mid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now Royce the Five Nine is trying to get Tory Lanez to come back at Cassidy with a diss track. Yeah, Royce took his Twitter and said, "You gonna respond at Tory Lanez? I like when you in that bag. Pardon my lateness, y'all. My girl wouldn't let me online." Wow, Royce. <laughs> See, now this is another case of a lot of what's been going on lately. A lot of what's been running rampant, which is inserting yourself into situations that don't have anything to do with you. Right. Because now if Cassidy come back and start putting bars towards Royce to 5 9 now it's going to be a whole different situation. Now, I don't think Cassidy would want to do that. He don't want to get barred up by Royce. But <laughs> if mm-hmm. he decides to do that, now you just got yourself involved in a rap beef that had absolutely zero to do with you. And... You're already publicly kind of supporting Tory Lanez, who's not who's on thin ice right now himself. So it's like, why are you inserting yourself into this? Just instigating via messy. (laughs) (laughs) You should listen to your girl when she says don't get online and do this type of stuff. You should listen next time. Yeah. Yeah. All right, now on to uh, some real music news. <laughs> Let's talk about this new Rick James documentary. So it is a new project out. It's going to be called Bitchin', The Sound and Fury of Rick James. Ooh. I love that title. It sounds very, um, even though it's a documentary, it sounds like an action movie where Rick yeah. James is the main character. <laughs> but in this new doc, hip-hop legends will be appearing like Big Daddy Kane, Ice Cube, and Bootsy Collins, and it's going to come out on Mass Appeal. And it's going to come out through Nas's company, Mass Appeal. That's going to be dope. It also says that the film is going to feature like rare footage of Rick James' live shows, never never before seen home videos, original interviews with the artists like um, Boosie Collins, Big Daddy Kane, and a bunch of recorded interviews from the past. I guess in current Ooh. too, put it all together and feature all of that about Rick James' story. So that's going to be dope. This is going to be nice, man. I need Dave Chappelle to be on this. Like, if Dave Chappelle is not on this, fumbled, okay? (laughs) Because what he did with the Rick James gets hilarious. They got to talk about that. But just to see the story of Rick James's life, because they put a little bit about it, like, in the synopsis, and I just didn't know certain things. Like, I know Rick James's music. I didn't know that he was accused of kidnapping women and torturing them and things like that. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I I need to see this in the documentary. Like, wh- all this stuff. I knew he about the drug uses. I knew about drug addiction. But I was like, I didn't know it was that deep. I didn't know he was accused of doing all this other stuff, too. So it's going to be interesting to see how he came to be in music and how he was able to become such a legendary figure in music, but to also see the other side of it and everything else that he was dealing with in his life and how it all comes together for his life story. Like, it's going to be dope. Mm -hmm. Now, it is going to be premiering on Showtime, and that'll be on September 3rd at 9 p.m. So next month is right around the corner. 
Yeah, get your Showtime subscriptions or get somebody password because you got to watch that one. I already got it. I've been watching Black Monday and I got to watch my Jesus and Mero. So my Showtime subscription is there already. I will be in tune. I will be locked in on September 3rd. For sure. Now, let's talk about new music. You know, it's Friday. New music Friday. New music Friday. All right. So let's kick it off with the legend Nas King's Disease 2. Oh, my goodness. Yes, it's finally dropped. Of course, he has the features like Eminem on there with Miss Lauren Hill. That feature is on there. Um, everybody's excited. Hit Boy is producing the album as well. So a lot of people are excited for King's Disease 2. That is out today. You also got We Love You Tekka 2 by Lil Tekka. Also, Young Nudie has a new project out called Rich Shooter. I like Young Nudie, too. I'm definitely going to be checking that one out. You know, it's early, man. So we had a chance to go through all this music yet. But I'm definitely going to be checking out that Young Nudie project right after I listen to that Nas. And Tinashe has a new project called 333. It's giving me Jay-Z 444 light. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I can't with that title. But I'm really going to listen to the album because I think Tinashe is so talented and she's been underrated for a little while now. So I'm hoping like this album can make a splash for her. And hopefully, you know, she can start getting her just due in the game. Yeah, definitely so. Because Tinashe is talented. So I'm excited to see what she has on this album. If there's any hits or singles and things like that. But a bunch of big artists dropped on this New Music Friday. So I'm excited. Yes, of course, we're going to leave you to it. Let you listen to all this goodness. And we will be back on Monday to talk about it all. <laughs> That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms, wherever you're listening to your music at. Also, make sure you are subscribed and locked into our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our social medias, like our Instagram and our Twitter at Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can always follow us too. We love feedback at Asia Sky is where I'm at on all platforms. And I'm at A-Dub on everything too. Enjoy your weekend. Listen to all this good music. Turn up. Have fun. And we will see you on Monday with more daily news. See ya. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. (laughs) Auto Trader.